Blog Talk Radio. All right, we're going to change it up a little bit, and we're going to have a different theme music today. And it didn't start. to get lost in a world of fantasy that was from the 80s by a band that i happen to like very much called triumph and welcome to another episode on a friday night with a good slate where the mauler and i are going to be attacking the 33 dollar bird mauler any idea why they're calling this thing the bird is it because if you don't win you want to flip them the bird yeah, um, I guess that's so they can charge $33. Um, you know, if you keep it uh, at the $27, I don't know any famous basketball players right offhand with the number 27. So easy well, way you to just get answered my bucks, question. Man. You just answered my question. It's because Larry Bird's number was 33. You there? Oh, yeah. Larry Bird's number was 33. I guess I should have, but I um, can't remember what I had for lunch, never mind what Larry Bird's number was. So, Yeah, I well, tend to remember things like that. I used to give out phone numbers or remember phone numbers that way. Like, you know, if uh, the last four were 24, 32, I'd say, oh, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, or, you know, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson. But that, that was the way I used to remember phone numbers. Interesting. Well, that's why you're the mauler. And that's why you're here on the Run to Daylight podcast and why we uh, are going to hopefully improve on our uh, performance over the last couple episodes where we got a lot of things right, but didn't have the lineup that worked. Last time we were deeply sabotaged, as many people were, by Derek Rose and his tweet hammy at 7.05 on the, I think only twice we've done uh, basketball on FanDuel, and both times we got screwed by injuries. Yeah, it's just a tough thing when you don't have late swap. And, you know, we we try to stay up to date with injuries as much as possible. We stay up to the minute. But when injury news comes out three minutes after lock, there's really nothing you can, can do, you know? Yep. And, you know, one thing is I, I've, I'm continually in, uh, evolving in my process one thing I added today that you and I talked on briefly when we talked earlier, and just for the record, most of the times Mauler and I don't talk before the episode because we don't want to kind of give away our thoughts because the show we both feel is better if we're not talking beforehand. But we were talking and I was just burbling about uh, this feature on uh, Fantasy Labs called uh, Fantasy Month. And basically, 
if you have the DraftKings app, they have you, you have at the end of the day your guy is either in the white, the red, or the blue. Um, I, I'm not sure that's exactly what they're talking about, but uh, they have consistency, which means to me that you ended up in the white upside, which means you ended up in the red, and a dud is obviously the blue. And if you're following along on DraftKings and you you knew your chances are very, very light. So hopefully we will be able to incorporate that as part of our process. And we will be making two lineups at this, right? Yep. We're going to go at it with two shots and you know, hopefully they both cash, or uh, one of them takes home the top spot. You know, we're not picky. No. And um, we, uh, we're we now 7 of 15, which still isn't terrible. Um, even if we get down percentage-wise with that big $3,000 hit, it'll be a long t- – We'd our, our losing streak would have to continue for a long time for us not to be in the black. Um, but it would be nice to stop the streak here and to get back into the – the black. And with that in mind, we are going to start position by position and kind of naming the people that we like. I'll start today um, with uh, John Wall is one of the guys on my list. He is 23% consistent, 69% upside and only 7% duds. And his salary change over the last month is $100 down. In a plus matchup with Philadelphia, that is a guy on my radar. Either Rajon Rondo, who is questionable, or Darren Collison are on my radar. Both of them have very low dud rates and high upside rates. Mike Conley, who I love for tonight, just like I loved him the other night, but he will be highly owned. Um, his salary has gone up $1,000 recently. He's had 30% consistency, 50% upside, and 20% duds. So when you add that to um, his probable high ownership, I, I'm i leaning towards fading him, even though it's a prime matchup. I'm really into Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is so consistent, has very few duds and a lot of upside matches as well. Uh, Jeff Teague is in a great spot today. Jordan Clarkson, D'Angelo Russell, Chris Paul is the guy, though, that uh, early on research really had um, him. But his upside is only 25%. He's very consistent. But is he a cash game play? I mean, a tournament play on a night where – it's going to be a heavily owned game. So what are your thoughts at the point guard position, Mahler? Well, I had uh, six guys listed. You touched on all of them. Um, I didn't I didn't have them ranked in any particular order. I just kind of went uh, from salary on down. But I did, ha- did have Chris Paul <clears throat> for the simple fact that Sacramento couldn't guard a rock. Um, you know, good matchups, going to be high-paced. And if the game's close, uh, you know, we'll get those extra minutes. I love John Wall. Um, the only thing I worry about there is we kind of got caught in this conundrum the other night is we had a lot of Detroit guys, and then Detroit ended up winning by 30 or 40. Um, I love John Wall. I love this spot. I'm hoping maybe it stays a little closer since Philly is at home. Um, but the only, my only worry there is, uh, is the blowout factor. But, you know, John Wall's tri- triple-double capable um, with very high upside. Uh, next is Kyle Lowry. I just mentioned Sacramento can't guard a rock, and neither can Kyrie Irving. I think Lowry just takes advantage of that matchup tonight. And, I mean, uh, Toronto's won 17 of 20. I think this is going to be a, a a very interesting game because it could be a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, so I think Lowry's in a great spot. Uh, love Michael Conley against uh, the Lakers. Um, and like you said, if Rondo, we just got word before we went live that uh, Rondo could be out tonight. And if Rondo's out, Collison's going to play 40 minutes, so I like him. And then the Laker duo of Russell Clarkson. Uh, the only problem I have there is, you know, you got to choose between the two. You don't know which one's going to have the, you know, better night. And that, that kind of gets tough when you have 
two guys listed at the same position but don't play the same position. So if anybody at DraftKings is listening, you need to fix that and move Clarkson over to shooting guard for us, please. Yep, and uh, because they do play in different spots, I don't worry about that one as much. Darren Williams was not on your list, so I'm going to take him out. Jeff Teague was not on your list, so I'll take him out. Um, as a low price option, what do you think of Corey Joseph? He's in the same matchup. He's 4,300. Um, what are your thoughts there? I don't mind Joseph. Again, I think it's a good spot, but we both know if Rondo's out, our, um, value guy is going to be Collison and probably a lot of people, but it's, you know, we talk about fading guys. Um, if they're highly owned, but some guys you just can't fade because they're in such good spots. And I think if Rondo's out, Collison's pretty much a must play. All right. So we move on to the shooting guard position. Um, why don't you go first, Mauler? Well, I'll preface uh, the shooting guard position by saying if if I'm if I'm looking to wait and fill my lineup, I'm waiting on shooting guard tonight because nobody really sticks out to me that it, I want to play. Um, at every other position, there are guys that I want to stick in. But at shooting guard, I'm kind of waiting and seeing how much money I have left. With that being said, um, I like Crawford and Reddick because Sacramento is not good at uh, guarding the guard position. I like Monte Ellis, who's been creeping near triple doubles the last few games, although he hasn't got there. Um, I like Evan Fournier. I like uh, Kobe. And off the wall a little bit, and this kind of is injury-dependent too. I know Aaron Afalo is a little banged up. And if somehow he's out or limited, I like Langston Galloway. Interesting. So you're not on Aaron Aflalo, you're on Galloway? Yeah, just um, just because Afalo is a little banged up. And I'm just kind of waiting, taking a wait-and-see approach with that one. I just when I skimmed over stuff this morning um Galloway kind of jumped out to me and I'll get you his stats real quick but like I said last game the follow was a little banged up and Galloway at 4300 played 29 minutes for 30 uh DraftKings points but the game before in a tough matchup against Toronto he played 25 minutes only came away with um 2.75 DraftKings points and had five fouls so you know it's a very very Tough play to make, um, but it'd be one of those guys that, you know, is 1% owned. One of the things I like about Aflalo is his salaries back down to 4500 And if I'm not yeah. mistaken, didn't he used to play for Orlando? I think Aflalo has played for every team damn near. Okay. So um, <laughs> if Derek Rose is out, Etwan Moore, but he's up to 5600 um, definitely on Fournier, uh, Crawford was on my list. Uh, Kobe was on my list. Victor Oladipo is on my list. I know he's up to 7,000, but when you look at Mr. Oladipo, his salary has gone down a hundred over the last month with 41% consistent, 41% uh, upside and only 16% bust. I, I've heard a lot of positives about JJ Redick tonight. Um, because of how bad they are at that position. But he's got a 25% bust rate. Ellis, believe yep. it or not, has a 33% bust rate. Um, I, so I'm going to take Redick out. I'm going to leave Etwan in for now. Um, what do you think of Will Barton? Uh, again, I think he's, you know, kind of, tough to play because he does come off the bench and those minutes are hindered sometimes. And it's been a little more difficult lately with the addition of Augustine. You know, you thought he would get more minutes with Foy gone, but it's just so inconsistent that I think it's a tough play in GPPs, but he has such good upside. So, you know. I'm going to throw out one more name. I'm going to throw out one more name and you're going to be a little surprised. Well, actually, you won't, because he was one of the guys I talked about earlier. Uh, Hollis Thompson, he played the last two games 29 and 32 minutes and put up 24 and 27 uh, points. Over the last month, though, 
at $3,700, his salary's gone down $100 with 36% consistency and 63% upside. Uh, what do you think about him as a possible person to have? And the other value guy would be Vince Carter. What are your thoughts on those two? Yeah, I, we talked earlier. I liked the Hollis Thompson idea, and we didn't really know how effective he was until we you know, dug a little deeper into the research. But if you look, you know, if he gets 25 uh, DraftKings points, he's hitting six times value. And, you know, you, you like six times value anytime you can get it. And they're going to be playing up in pace against Washington. Um, you know, the last game he got 32 minutes was 7-11 from the field for 27 DraftKings points. But he got a lot of garbage time that game because Detroit annihilated Philadelphia. So um, I think he's in a great spot for a high high paced game. And if Stalskis comes out um not shooting well, they tend to stick with Hollis Thompson. So um you always have that going too. All right. So we'll leave them in. Um going to the small forward position, I have a pretty tight list. Um up top I really like Paul George. And he has a pretty interesting four he's his salaries come down four hundred his consistency and upside are both 41%. His bust is 16. But Carmelo, who I know is not a big guy for you, but his salary has been down 100. His consistency is 20. His upside is 70 and only 10% duds. I think he'll be under-owned. I think both Rudy Gay and LeBron also have to be considered. Um and then for value, I have Jared Dudley, who seems to get really good. He's just a good, solid plug guy, 46% consistency, 53% upside. Matt Barnes had a big game against the Lakers, but he is uh, got a 44% dud rate. And Mike Dunleavy continues to be very interesting to me because his salary is still 3600 and they are possibly without Rose, and he's a starter. He gets the minutes, and the minutes are going up. Your thoughts on the small forward position? Yeah, I'll go right in and piggyback off the Dunleavy thing. He's definitely – he was actually number one on my list just for the simple fact that he is 3,700. His minutes are coming back. And I don't know – how dependent on Rose he is. I think Rose playing might help Dunleavy more for the simple fact that, you know, he's a, he's a shooter. He's a guy that's going to come off screens and Rose is a, a guy that's going to get him the ball um, back up top. Uh, you know, I don't like Mello, but that's because he doesn't play defense. Um, I love his offensive game. I love his fantasy game. Him and PG 13 were both on the top of my list. And then my list rounded out with Rudy Gay um, and my sneaky play was Jeff Green. Right, because of um, who's sitting today? Paul, uh, nobody, Paul Pierce nobody is sitting. Yeah, but I just think that they're trying to slowly work Green into the starting lineup. You know, you can't have Pierce and Imba Mute starting because Imba Mute gives you zero offense. So I think they're just slowly trying to integrate Jeff Green into the lineup. He's slowly creeping toward 30 minutes a game, and um, he's going to be in a matchup where it's going to be high scoring. So I think he's a pretty good sneaky pivot um, for $5,000. Uh, his last few, um, he's had 24 and 26 minutes. So like I said, he's creeping up to that 30-minute mark that we like to see um, with 30 and 19 points respectively. So uh, in a high-paced game, I kind of like, you know, Jeff Yeah, if he Green, comes in in the middle at 25 – It's five times value. All right. Um, You know, uh, just to compare Dudley, who also is in a high price game, um, who is, and I'm, I'm open to green, but let's just do the comparison. Um, Last five games, Dudley's played 20, 27, 26, 26, and 36 minutes, scored 16, 34, 25, 29, and 18. And the 18 was against Utah, who's good on defense and and down in pace. So in an up-and-pace game, uh, 
Dudley and and he's forty five hundred. So those are the yeah. uh, small forward picks. Who's on your power forward list? It's actually a very short list, um, and I, I have it broken down into really like and then okay because you know we had to have have some people. I really like Aaron Gordon um, just for the fact that his price is still kind of low, and he's getting over thirty DraftKings points. I want to say you know, the last six or seven in a row, uh, 34, 37, 34, 34, 32, 34, 47, his last uh, seven. And that's against stellar competition. He had 47 against Atlanta, 35 against Atlanta, 32 against San Antonio. Um, so I like Aaron Gordon at 6,500. Um, I don't mind paying up for cousins today. Uh, you would think it's not, such a great matchup against the Clippers, but I personally love the matchup. They're not going to stick DeAndre Jordan on him, and nobody else on the Clippers can hold DeMarcus Cousins. And they're going to be at home, and, you know, they're they're looking to, to stay in the playoff race. So I really like Cousins, um, you know, paying up for him. And then the next tier are guys that I'm okay with, but I don't love. But, you know, we had to have some sort of list, and that's Zach Randolph. Paul Millsap, and then down at the bottom, I have Miles Turner with two question marks next to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because I'm, I, I like Gordon, but his salary is up sixteen hundred. Um, he obviously has the upside, and you mentioned uh, Carmelo and Porzingis are not exactly a great matchup for him. I'm, I'm okay with Cousins. I will definitely have exposure there. Kevin Love was on my list, but um, not, I'm not in love. Um, <laughs> uh, Dirk was on my list, but I, he's just so boring for GPP. Uh, Miles Turner actually was very surprising to me. His salary has kind of peaked, as has his ownership. He's got 33% consistency, 50% upside, and 16% duds. So Turner is definitely someone I'm okay with. Um, on the low end, J. Michael Green is in a very good matchup. No, uh, Nerland's Noel in a good matchup. Uh, I, and I've got three kind of punts. Patrick Patterson is a guy that has 45% consistency, 45% upside, and only nine duds. I'm going to look him up really quick as it relates to the last uh, 10. And Mr. Patterson, 18, 9, 22, 30, 18, 11, 22 fantasy points. Getting 35, 26, 30, 28, 30, and 26 minutes. Not yeah, that's a at 3,900, he is someone I could, not someone I'm targeting, but someone if I needed to slot in a salary. Brandon Wright is another guy that is in that kind of range, 700. He is just coming back, from what I understand. He is playing. Uh, last couple, 20, 17, 21, and last game, 22 minutes. 10 and 6, but last game he put up 27 uh, fantasy points, and I think he's an interesting GPP option. And the last guy is Mike Scott, who you and I have played before. His salary's come down 500, and he gets the minutes. He's in a matchup against Chicago, who has a lot of trouble guarding. Uh, although the one guy who's pretty good is Taj, but I don't know how often he'd be on the court with Taj. Uh, Mike, you, you mentioned Millsap, who I'm not on. Uh, last three, 25, 19, 20 minutes, 24, 10, and 15 fantasy points. So those are none of those guys I want to stick in per se, but they're all interesting to me. Any thoughts on uh, those guys? Yeah, I like the Patterson call a lot. He's been getting the minutes and like we always say minutes equal money in NBA um, the Brandon Wright thing all of our optimizers keep saying Brandon Wright uh, but like you said you know he's only played at the most 22 minutes and when you're looking for you know a, a guy like Brandon Wright you're looking for a low double double 
um, expectation, you know, 10 points, 12 points, 10 rebounds, things like that. Um, so if he can start getting the minutes, um, what I've noticed is Memphis has been going with the hot hand between him and Jamichael Green or whoever's not in foul trouble. So um, I do do not mind the Brandon Wright play because uh, the optimizers are usually right. And then, um, you know, Mike Scott is a very intriguing play, and we know he'll be low-owned. All right. So um, I thought you were going to go away from him, so I better put him back in. All right. So we move to the center position. And this, as it often is, is a place where there's a lot of guys that I like. Um, I think DeAndre Jordan and Paul Gasol are both in outstanding spots. Um, DeAndre is surprisingly consistent in being in upside. He's got the highest upside of the month, uh, but his salary's gone up 800. So, but I still like him. I like Paul Gasol. Um, he's a guy who has been consistent and has a, a bunch of upside games. Uh, Vucevic, uh, the Knicks, you know, Lopez has been playing great offense, but not great defense. Um, Al Horford came up on my list, although I think after what he did last time, he'll be a little too highly owned for my, um, for my comfort. I like Ian Mahimney. But he surprisingly, I know this is going to surprise you. His he's got twenty five percent busts, and he busted on us last time. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is very interesting at fifty eight hundred. Um, he also has a high bust rate. And another guy that I like, but he's more of a consistent than an upside guy, is Marcin Gortat. Um, my surprise low end guy is Lavoy Allen. Uh, at 3,200. What are your thoughts on that list and on the center position? Well, I only wrote down three names for the center position. Um, I wrote down Gasol, DeAndre Jordan, and Al Horford. Um, When I look at value plays, you know, I look towards the bottom. Uh, You know, there's not much I like near minimum salary. You know, you could be sneaky by trying Roy Hibbert, but then you could also get laughed at by the rest of the daily fantasy community. Um, I'm starting to hope that Al Jefferson starts to get the minutes back. It had 23, 24, and 21 minutes, you know, coming off the injury. Uh, he was nine for 13 in those 24 minutes a few games ago. Um, so I like Al Jefferson a little bit at 4,800. Uh, like you said, Mahimi cost us the other night, but I think a few of those duds are when he – he, he has an Anthony Davis disease and leaves in the first quarter or at halftime or something. Um, so, you know, I like him, but again, the dud rate, like you said, is makes him kind of iffy, but you know, like I said, I'm with the top guys, uh, Gasol, Jordan, um, with a sprinkle of Al Horford. The thing is, is Horford's only $800 cheaper than Deandre Jordan. And I would rather spend the 800 and get Deandre. All right. So I agree with that. Um, so basically, we've cut our list down. Uh, what position do you want to start plugging in? I mean, what? who are the guys that you feel the strongest about? Well, I think the guys we, we mostly agreed on were uh, Dunleavy, our centers, um, Carmelo and Paul George, um, and then our point guards. I think uh, – I don't know if you agree, but I think our shooting guard should be the one where we fill in with whatever money is left. All right. So now do you want to have Dunleavy in both lineups? I don't know. I mean, he's the one value guy that I really trust today. Um, All right. Then we should put him in both. And, you know, one of my focuses is to be less – and not be afraid to do exactly that, that if we really feel he's the, you know, and I'm comfortable with him and you're comfortable with him. So let's put him in both and let's put Carmelo in one. And Jeff and uh, I almost said Jeff George, uh, Paul George in the other. All he right. might have been good so, spotting than Jeff George in his prime. He was good for 300 yard bonus and a couple of touchdowns. So let's go to the point guard uh, spot. And 
If we put Collison in, let's see what time that game is. Hold on a second. It's last game, uh, 10 o'clock, second to last and, game. And what time is the Laker game? 10.30. All right. So yep, we, we could have pivots put, off. We have pivots off. So we love Collison, and we could pivot off to D'Angelo Russell in one lineup, correct? Correct. I mean, D'Angelo's $200, but, you know, we have – I would say put the put um, Carmelo in the Collison lineup, so that way if we have to pivot, we go up to um, Russell and, and – uh, I'm sorry, put Paul George in the lineup, so we go up to Russell and go from George down to Anthony. That'll be our $200 switch. So put Collison in which lineup? Put Collison with the Dunleavy Paul George lineup. Gotcha. All right. So and that then way, go if, uh, if Rondo well, does play, we go I up was... to Russell. Okay. Hold on one sec. All right. So we've got that. And it's always interesting doing more than one. It's a lot of moving parts. So I would say we both like John Wall. Uh, I'm okay with, and we both like Chris Paul. At shooting guard, we can pass. We've done small forward, power forward. Hmm. That is a tough one because... I was off Gordon today because he was up to 6,500, and I I just think that he's going to be expensive. I thought Turner was a good, so I'm not ready to do anything there. Let's look at center. Um, DeAndre Jordan and Paul Gasol. Are you okay with the? Did you mention Paul? Who was who? Who was your third oh, yeah. center? Those, those, yeah, those are my top two. I mean, they're still saying that Powell is considered questionable with the illness but he played sick against Washington the other night and damn near put up a triple double he had 10 points 15 boards and nine assists um so the illness doesn't really scare me much um but I'm good with either Gasol or Jordan I mean Jordan is uh $700 cheaper um it, but you know we both know he's not going to take as many shots as Gasol all right, so I think Paul George is more of a consistent asset where Carmelo is a little more inconsistent. So here's my thought. My thought is that we stack Gasol and Jordan in one lineup and we put Boogie Cousins in the other. Okay. Do you like that? Yeah, that works. I don't mind having two centers at all. All right, so... We'll put Cousins in the Collison lineup. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. And then we'll put the two centers in the other lineup. Now, do we have room to fit Chris Paul in with DeAndre Jordan for that lineup? Or do you want to put Chris Paul in with Cousins kind of as a counterweight? Yeah, that's interesting. Because I think Jordan's, I I don't think Jordan's dependent on game flow, where I think no. Paul and Cousins are. So let let's yeah. stick let, let's stick Paul in and see where we're at. All right, that's gonna drop us down to where we're gonna need to find some value. Uh, are you okay with Hollis Thompson? Yeah, absolutely. I think if he's gonna get us some of the big guys. Um, I'm good with him for one of the lineups. All right. So we'll put him in with that lineup of Collison, Thompson, Dunleavy, Cousins, Paul, and George. Get it? Paul George, Paul and George. All right. So at center, around 4500 who's the lowest price guy that we've got left? Um, I guess Mike Scott would be the lowest price guy we've got left. What about Patrick Patterson? Patterson is 700 more than Scott. Ooh. I just, uh, I just like it more because of the minutes. He's getting more consistent minutes. Well, we'll you know, we'll do it the way we always do it. Um, 
see which two we like the best. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So we'll pop Scott in first and see where that gets us. All right. So if we put Scott in at center, that leaves us Zaza or Valenkunix or Jokic. Three guys that I'm okay, I, I'm okay with any of those three. Um, Mahimni is also a little bit lower. Let's put in Patterson. With Patterson, we go down to Mahimni. Oh, wow. That's tough. I like Patterson Mahimni more, I think, but what, I, see what I like the he... I, I I like Scott and I I think uh, you know let's 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 do something. Let's look at Valenkunis on Rotoviz versus um versus Cleveland. Joffrey Laverne. Well, Lavoy Allen's thirty-two hundred. Um, I just don't it, trust those guys that are getting bench minutes. Especially yeah, like Lavoy Allen's playing behind three people. Yeah, let's let's wait for this app to jump up. I mean, you know, Mahimney's going to be sneaky simply because he did suck the last time out. And I, yeah. I don't want to take I don't want to take Chris Paul out. None of the studs in that lineup I really want to take out. I like Cousins, Paul, and Paul George. I guess out of the three of them, Paul George would be the one that I would be willing to pass on. Um, well, let's do this. So let's let's first start with Valanciunas. Uh, you, you can save two hundred by going George down to Mello. Other than that, we're looking. Oh, no, that 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 doesn't interest me. If we're going to drop, let's drop at small forward. Uh, do put, we have Dunleavy in that lineup? We do. Well, we have Dunleavy in both lineups. All right, Valanciunas okay. averages twenty-seven points regardless of playing Cleveland or not. Uh, Zaza, who is he's sneaky. Um, yeah, and he's in a good matchup tonight too. Exactly, Zaza against Denver. Um, who would I use? I guess Gallin. How long has Gallinari been there? He's been there a while, right? Yep. All right. So in games where Zaza uh, and Gallinari, yeah, he's Zaza's actually way down versus Denver. So I don't like that. Jokic at Dallas. I mean, there's, you know, Jokic. So there's nothing that jumps out there. If we take Paul George out, you know, for discussionary purposes, right? Um, at, at forward, Aaron Gordon saves us money. Miles Turner saves us money. At small forward, Jared Dudley saves us a lot of money. Let me stick Dudley in for a second. Just to humor me, if we if we stick Jared Dudley in for Paul George, that leaves a 65 uh, for center and utility at 6,500. Gortat's at 67. Horford's at 71. You liked Horford, so let's stick Horford in. That would leave at utility Jordan Clarkson. I'm okay with that. Horford, to... Horford, Dudley, and Clarkson, or Paul George, Mahimney. See, and that's the other thing. I don't want Paul yeah. George and Mahimney. No, no. Um, let's see who else is on our small forward list. Um, Rudy Gay at 6,500. That goes with the game stack. If we go Rudy Gay at 6,500, that's a that's a really good price for him, I think. Uh, that would leave 5,500 each. If we kept Horford, that would leave us 3,900 for utility, which is exactly how much Patterson costs. There you go. 
I think that's the best option I've seen. Is that what? Pat, yeah, that, that's exactly what Patterson costs. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? You like Horford, Gay, and Patterson the best so far? Well, yeah, it's it's. I like it just because it's off off base. I don't think many people will have that pairing. Um, I'm trying to look. Yeah, I mean, Rudy Gay's been pretty consistent. He had a off game against San Antonio, but like we always talk, you always, you know, are scared to play people against San Antonio. Um, and then before that, his last bad game was Cleveland. So I think it's a pretty good matchup against the Clippers. So I, I do like that. All right. So here's the here's the issue, though. And I, I'm going to lock this in. I think it's a good lineup, but it is totally Rondo dependent. If Rondo yeah. plays, Collison has to come out. We don't have the... So if that if he comes out and we and we pivot to Russell, that would mean that instead of Rudy Gay, we could put Patterson at forward. Well, we also have Jeff Green down there. Don't forget a sneaky Jeff Green. Forward Patterson. I'm just saying that if he plays, we could go Russell Patterson. And then at utility, we would be looking at Dirk, Nerlens Noel, uh, Chandler Parsons, Okafor. A lot of those guys would be done by the time we'd have to make the decision. So that's the that's the problem with this lineup is that it is, you know, it, it really is Collison dependent. Um, hold on one second. Collison back in. Gay back in. All right. So if Collison goes out of, of it, that means we need 37. That means we would have 6,300. Anyone playing late? Let's see. Julius Randle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What's his dud rate? Probably very high. Um, yeah, with Paul Pierce out, I'm 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 starting to lean more on Jeff Green. Um, even if we don't put him in ours, I think I'm going to sneak him in one or two of mine. You know, just as I'm reading up on it, Paul Pierce is out, and somebody's going to have to eat up those minutes. All right, Julius Randle. Or is it going to be Wesley Johnson? Or is it going to be Crawford getting more time? Uh, well, Julius, uh, Julius Randle's bust rate is surprisingly only 16%. So if we want to probably, go with this lineup, we've got at least a reasonable – I mean, I like the lineup. Now, yep. the one thing that we don't have in this lineup is Evan Fournier, who I kind of like, but – uh, all right, let's move over to the second lineup. And we've got D'Angelo Russell there, who I, I don't know that I really need in a lineup unless no. we need to pivot uh, off him. No, how did he sneak in there? All right, I mean, um, it must got, have been my mistake. So Lowry, the, Paul, or Lowry, Wall. Um, we have Collison in the other one. So, yeah, I'm looking at Lowry, Wall, or Paul for that one. All right. Well, we've got Paul in the other one. So if we stick Lowry in, where is Lowry? I can't spell. That's why he didn't show up. All right. So we put Lowry in. Uh, that leaves us 4,400 for shooting guard, power forward, and guard. Ugh. If we – Wall's even worse. Um, if we go down to, I don't want to go to Russell, Corey Joseph. Con Conley or Clarkson? Conley only saves us 1,200. Split over three spots, that's going to be 4,800. Um, I, I don't really want to have Hollis Thompson in both lineups. If we stick Fournier in at six, who we both liked, and at power forward we we stick in uh, Mike Scott. 
That would leave us 5,200 at guard, which would be J.R. Smith, D'Angelo Russell, Reddick, and Collison. What I do like about that is if we go Conley and Scott, is that it's that basically we could always go back to Collison. Because yeah, I would. If Rondo's out. Because if Rondo's out. Um, I don't mind that at all. If we go, yeah, we, we would have enough money for Russell or Collison. If we go back to Lowry, who I really like today. Yeah, I do too. If I go, if we go back to Lowry and we leave Scott in at least 4,000, which is Ramon Sessions, Berea, Aaron Brooks, Deladova, Kanan, Augustine, um, I mean, really nothing no. at at uh, at that spot. So that's a problem. Um, uh, if we took Fournier out at six thousand, though, and we dropped down to maybe a follow. Did we both like a follow? A follow. Small Crawford, anybody like that. If we st- jump down to a Flalo, it leaves us at Will Barton, Schrader, Moutier, Hill, Smith, and Russell. Um, don't love that. But if we go uh, to... Hmm. What, about, what about Kobe? Kobe's one of the sneaky guys that might that could get you 50 and not even, you know, not even figure that. And again, he could also only play 25 minutes. If we stick Kobe in, well, that's the thing. Um, they are, you know, they're, they're definitely Kobe leaves us at guard. Jeremy Lynn, Kyle Corver, Chalmers, Galloway. Yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah. Um, if we go Lowry, and I got to stop making that noise. If I was listening and someone was making that noise, it would drive me crazy. If we go Lowry and Collison, that leaves us at shooting guard, Gary Harris, Lou Williams, Aflalo, Corver. I like Gary Harris a little bit just because he's getting the minutes. He's not an offensive star, but he's a guy that can get a few steals a game. 29-25 minutes the last two games, 13 and 31 points. problem with him is him and Will Barton. They're going to go with whoever's hot. Where I mean, Corver. Back down and go to a follow. No, Corver played. Corver's, Corver's horrible. Because if he's not making threes, then he has zero value. He doesn't rebound. He doesn't get assists. Last game, I, I want to say he was one for four in 30 minutes, the, and that's just But the three before that, he was 20, 27, 26, 31, and 26. And he's a GPP point, guy. Yeah, all point dependent, though. Like, I like guys that, you know, can if they're having a bad night, can still get me five points, five rebounds. And I don't know. I'm just – for for me being a shooter that can't do anything else, I don't really like Corver. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Vince Carter. Did we have 30, enough to get a follow? Vince Carter's thirty seven hundred. If we stick him in, that means we now all of a sudden DraftKings wants to check my location. All right. So if we stick Vince Carter in, we can go from Scott to. J. Michael Green. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally, the problem is Lowry, um, or we we'd have to look at getting away from one of the centers that we like. Which, just for shits and giggles, which center do you like better? Oh wow! I guess I think Jordan. It's, Jordan, you save a bunch of money. Say seven thousand. And like I said, you know, Gasol's gonna get more shots, but you never know when Jordan's gonna put up a twenty rebound game either. 
All right. So if we go Lowry and Jordan and we take Paul Gasol out, that leaves us 5,600. If we put Fournier in, who we both liked, unless I'm mistaken, that would leave us 5,400 each for utility and power forward. At 5,400, we're talking, I mean, Miles Turner, 6,000. Um, if we put him in, that leaves uh, at utility Al Jefferson, um, Alfred Payton, nothing really to write home about. If we take Fournier out, we go down to Kobe. Or let's try a Flalo. And because, yeah, I like I like that because, let's see about Gordon. If we go Lowry, Aflalo, Dunleavy, Gordon, Jordan, Collison, Anthony, that would leave us 5,600. Um, uh, Zaza's 58, Farid's 58, Valanciunas is 58, Crawford's 57, Jokic is 57, Kobe is 56, Robin Lopez is 56. And the reason I say 56 is because if we want to swap out of Collison at the at, you know last minute to Russell, we would need someone at 5,600. Right. Yeah, I think I think Kobe has the most upside there. He's the only one that's going to go out and possibly get you 50. You know, I know he's old, and I know that's kind of improbable, but it still is possible. And I, I believe they're playing at home tonight. They are. Um, if we stick Kobe in a shooting guard, that would leave um, Lou Williams, Caspi, Bobby Portis, Brandon Jennings, Felton, and Dudley at um, – at, uh, at utility. So I don't mind Dudley. I don't mind Dudley either, but um that's with Aaron Gordon in. I mean nothing's just like really hit so far. So you know, might not be the most compelling radio, we apologize, but we're gonna finish this off. Um well it's not the best slate either, you know. It's a it's a tough slate tonight because there's not a lot of huge you know, huge guys that stand out to you. There's not a, a, a lot of games that stand out. So, you know, we're, we're actually have our work cut out for us today. Absolutely. So um, if we stick Mike Scott back in and we go with a Flalo. That leaves us 9,100 at utility. And we get Paul Gasol back, and uh, that's not too bad. Uh, no, not at all. Let's see. Uh, and that would leave us at shooting guard. We could go up to Gary. All right, so we're back to a Flalo. Uh, I just don't love this lineup. Well, I love I love Lowry. I love to who we love. The other way to play this would be if we hmm, – it's really tough. Is there any center that you like that's not – you really like the – well, let's take out Jordan and Gasol and go down to your guy Horford. Take Mike Scott out. Take Collison out. Take Aflalo out. All right, so let's let's take it back down a little bit. To Lowry, Dunleavy, Al Horford, and Anthony. Let's stick Jordan back in because we really liked him. That leaves 4,900 for the three spots. Uh, if we have Horford, we don't want Mike Scott, so that takes that value away. At shooting guard, we're back at the same place. You know, Apollo, Kobe, those guys. Yeah. So let's let's stick a follow in. And then power forward, 5,100, 
Tristan Thompson's 5,400. I think he is going to, you know, he's, he's interesting. He, he let us down oh. the other day, but. And, he, uh, and, and the day after he's been very inconsistent lately. Yeah. Which makes him a good GPP play. Uh, J. Michael Green. The bust rate is high, but let's stick him in. That would leave us 6,000 at guard, which gets us Teague and Fournier and Monta Ellis and Darren Williams. Do you mind J. Michael Green? He was on a lot of people's list today. No, I don't mind him. I just uh, look him up. As long as he stays out of foul trouble... I kind of like Clarkson again. Who is that? Clarkson? Clarkson. 42, 27, 39, 37, 42. He also... So, Lowry, Aflalo, Dunleavy, J. Michael Green, Al Horford, Clarkson, Anthony, and DeAndre Jordan. It's decent. It's decent. If we take out... Horford and put Jordan in. That leaves at utility Mike Conley, Zach Randolph, Horford, Oladipo, Batum, Gallinari, and Gortat. Yeah, I like those guys. Um, Conley, you're looking at about a 45-point upside. Um, Same with Oladipo. However, Aaron Afalo is a really good defender, but um, I don't know. I mean, Oladipo only played 30 minutes against Golden State in a close game last night. I know he was had a thigh bruise, but uh, well, I if we've like got Oladipo. Clarkson, Conley makes sense. Yeah. Then if we find out that Collison's starting, so we've got what times Conley? Yeah, they're both late games, Clarkson and Conley. So if I put Collison in. Or Collison, Collison, where are you, Collison? How much was he again? Five. Uh, Five. Yeah. All right, so if we pop Collison in, that leads 8-1 at utility. And Kyrie Irvin, Kemba Walker, Millsap, Vucevic, no late guys. That's the only down. Ah, but J. Michael Green is there. So we could take J. Michael out, go to who's Brandon Wright, uh, Cousins. Who, who the late game is Sacramento Clippers. You could uh, go down from J. Michael to Brandon Wright, and that would let you go up to um, some early guys, but not anything late. DeAndre yeah, Jordan, I think we already have him in. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to, well, put it this way. Worst comes to worst, if we find that out, we could drop, let's see, J. Michael, let's go up to Randall. Randall, Collison, and Ability. Randall, Collison, and anyone good late? Clarkson. So if we could drop out, um, so basically the swap would be if we drop down to, uh, from Con- from Conley to Collison and upgrade jo- uh, Green to Randall. I like that. Well, how much is Randall? Six thousand. Yep. Is Randall in the flex or is Randall in the forward? He's power forward. Okay. So I basically, if we wanted to go to Collison, we could upgrade to Randall. So basically, it would come down to a decision of Collison, Randall, or Conley Green. To me, Collison, Randall, I'll take that every day. Yep. So for now, we're going to leave it with green. 
All right. All right. I think we're done, Mauler. It was uh, it was a bit of a struggle. My only concern is Aflalo. Didn't you say he was hurt? Uh, he's questionable, but he, he played through it the other night. So, you know, I'm All not... right. So if he goes out, where's Galloway? Right there, same, right near. Same All right. Price. So, so I've got my marching orders. You'll try and remind me if you hear the news, because sometimes I get caught up with family. But yeah. what we'll do is the, the, the one lineup is Lowry, Aflalo, Dunleavy, J. Michael Green, Jordan, Conley, uh, Carmelo, and Clarkson. The other lineup is Collison, Hollis Thompson, Dunleavy, Cousins, Horford, Paul, Patterson, and Gay. Um, yeah, I, I would have never put Horford in both lineups. So it kind of worked out. Are you okay with both? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I'm submitting. Um, pretty easy for you to remember what to send me money-wise. Yeah. Um, think of your good friend, Larry Bird. And um, I think that, that will do it for this episode of the Run to Daylight Fantasy Funcast. Uh, we don't have as much fun lately, but we do hopefully help you with uh, with everything. And uh I, I, it, it was nice to get some feedback, Mauler, that uh, it was nice to get some feedback that some people who listened to our podcast won money on a night where we didn't. Yeah, that's always good. You know, um, we appreciate and we try to help out anybody that's listening. You know, like you say and I say, check us out on Twitter, uh, at Todd, T-O-D, from PA, and uh, at Jbock 14 Ask us questions anytime. You know, we'll give you our honest answer. And like I mentioned on the previous uh, show, uh, Daily Fantasy School will be starting up here in about a month or so. And that'll just be an online teaching course, you know, trying to make you better at Daily Fantasy. Yep. And that is going to do it for this episode. We thank you very much. Um, We are going to leave you today with uh, one of my favorite songs. Have a good one, Mauler. Have a good one, Todd. Good luck tonight. Thank you. You too. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no Beyond this.